0: Ultimate
1: rush, There's nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex-president. Total commitment. It's a real thin line between life and death.
2: I'm not a cook!
1: It's not tragic to die doing what you love. If you want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and please, don't forget to
0: vote. You want to nail the bank robbers and be a big hero? Definitely. The ex-presidents are surfers.
1: You're trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf.
2: Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation
1: will cause your worst fears to come true. We'll take you to the edge. Past. It's gonna be a great day, Johnny. I think taxpayers would like it,
3: Utah, if they knew that they were paying a federal agent to surf and pick up girls. Babes. Big one.
1: The correct term is babes, sir. Adios, amigo!
2: 100% pure adrenaline.
0: None of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me.
3: Caught my first tube this morning, sir. welcome to the i'll see you in hell podcast my name is ollie i'm here with my buddy nathan say hello nathan
2: wow uh, so you're saying that you're saying that the social network was better than point break <laughs> is that or the no, other i'm around?
0: saying point break was better than social network okay or whatever that, that netflix thing was yeah okay all right yeah
3: all right so as as david just let know we also have our friend chris who's on board for us today so say hello chris
0: hello boys
3: All right. Uh, We are covering the 1991 classic film, Point Break. This movie was directed by Catherine Bigelow. It stars Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, Gary Busey, and Lori Petty. Uh, I love this synopsis because when I read this synopsis, I thought this was probably a hilarious pitch meeting in Hollywood. But basically it is an FBI agent goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank robbers.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. You know...
0: I went into this movie thinking it's going to be like one of these other movies that I would kind of have to suffer through.
1: Okay. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. Like I got to the point where I was so entertained by this that I yeah. stopped. I started forgetting taking notes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just watching it for the, the entertainment value. I was surprised. It, it's, it was actually filmed like, the, really like well. the, uh, the surfing shots were really really mm. well. They weren't like, uh, what was that? Blue crush surfing shots where somebody's mm. faces is imposed and all that stuff. I thought it was filmed pretty decent. Yeah. I, yeah I, think they, I see Nathan I th- rolling his eyes. I can't wait
2: Nathan's to sound off. Nathan's always on this fucking in a second. rolling his to, eyes. I can't wait to sound off on this in a second, but go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> go
1: ahead.
3: I, also, I, I agree with you. I also think that from my research and from seeing some stuff about this movie before, they actually cast a couple of real surfers in it. So, like, the gang of bank robbers, like, there were obviously a couple of regular actors, but there were also a couple of regular real surfers in there. So yeah. they, they did their best to kind of, you know, keep that authentic. But now I am ready for Nathan to unleash his Nathanness.
2: All right, here's, uh, the deal. here's the deal. Bring with it, this. Bring you it guys, Nathan. You guys brought it up, so I'm going to bring it up <laughs> right now. It's my very first note, which is mm-hmm. <clears throat> the very first part where they're showing they're making a very uh, pronounced point to make you know, Keanu's character and Patrick Swayze's character sort of different. Yeah. And if you remember, at the very first, what are they showing? They're showing a, a, a conglomeration of shots where Keanu's practicing shooting. So yes. he's doing all his cop stuff. He's shooting the thing. By the way, 100% Utah. Good job. 100% so,
0: Utah. So yeah, 100%, well, he's wearing, at least he's wearing right. a skin tight shirt in the pouring rain at the FBI Academy, <laughs> right, by the way. Right, right.
2: So, yeah, on the rain, skin tight shirt, 100% Utah. But. Yeah. While he's
0: doing that,
2: while he's doing that, what are they showing Patrick Swayze doing? Surfing. He's surfing. So that's mm-hmm. his prep or whatever. Except mm-hmm. for, uh, I fucking noticed it was super obvious. It's a fucking stunt double the entire time surfing out there. I was looking at his face going, that is not him. They don't even try to hide it. They don't even try yeah. to hide it.
0: But <laughs> was he, to to hide it? No, it, it was close enough. <laughs> at least it oh, wasn't well. a superimposed oh. face. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, if they're going to do that, well, then have it be even heavier rain and do a fake Keanu. <laughs> So because I was threw me off so much because all I was looking for is to see his face and I could not yeah. see it and it was super obvious and then I thought, all right, they don't need to put him in the the shots where he's doing the right in the ba- fucking barrel, you know. There's that one shot at the end where he's at the mm-hmm. end of the, the first part where he's you know he's going through a barrel or whatever. Okay, yeah, I'm just standing double for that one. Motherfucker can't get up one time though. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a shot like at one time to splice it in the middle to make it. All right, like because you know goddamn well, at least I think. I bet if he looked. Keanu mm-hmm. probably actually tried to learn to surf and was probably they good They all at it.
0: did. They all. Well, they did. were. So, yeah, I saw a couple of scenes what the fuck where did. they were actually yeah. surfing.
2: Yeah. But well, you're yeah. right. That's I don't person.
0: remember. I don't remember Swayze legitimately on a board besides sitting there. No. Yeah. Because I, mean, I remember seeing L- Lori Petty, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you haven't. She dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, she and did. And then Keanu caught a wave as well. But yeah, I don't remember seeing them.
2: Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come mm. on. I mean, he was. Okay, I gotta call. Million. I'm gonna call bullshit
3: on you a little bit, Nathan, because you have to give them a little bit credit. I don't know if you. I mean, to flash forward oh. towards the end of the movie, but there's a scene where they're the skydiving scene, and Patrick Swayze looks deadpan straight at the camera and literally says, "I'll see you oh, later, Johnny." They were
0: definitely doing that their, themselves.
3: Yes, exactly. Oh, that so, takes the
0: skill. You just jump out of something. Oh. <laughs> no, because they showed him the way he, he would flip over on his back and then do like these yeah. pirouettes or whatever. Well, hold on a second. That takes training. You just can't yeah, do that when yeah. you're skydiving.
2: So we had to believe that Keanu jumped out without a fucking shoe and like made himself go well, no. straight down oh,
1: no. and, no, he no. No. and he trained it. He trained it. <laughs>
0: It looked
2: like him, so it must have been him doing it.
0: No, but Swayze was definitely, they were definitely jumping out of a plane.
3: Yes, oh, and Patrick okay. Swayze definitely was, it, All he did right. that skydiving shot. So, and, know, Patrick yeah.
2: Swayze can't learn two things at once. That's fine. You <laughs> had to pick one or the other. No one had to jump yeah. out of a plane or surf. You know?
0: But you know what? Patrick <laughs> <The character laughs> wasn't a
2: skydiver, by the way. So. Didn't
0: he have like a serious knee injury? Maybe that's the reason why. Although, well, they, how's he g- he although they have him doing roundhouse kicks again, okay. by yes, the way, in his fights.
2: Uh, bro. Yeah. You know? okay okay that's another one of my giant notes was does does okay is is he stevenson does he do karate in every movie number one <laughs> uh and did you not didn't this come like didn't this come out pretty close to dirt uh, or not drew Dancer? but uh roadhouse yeah roadhouse it
0: must have been because that's hey, roadhouse he was, was- heyday
3: yeah, Roadhouse was eighty eight, I believe, and this is 91,
2: ninety one. So, so, yeah. so when he was getting cast, they were probably like, "Hey, man." Uh, you, you do this movie, but we want you to do some round roundhouse. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. fucking sign me up. He said,
1: "Yeah, <laughs> fucking
2: sign me up." I'm, I'm in roundhouses, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. the first thing I noticed. Lau wasn't that
0: fight, I was like, "What's he doing? <laughs> He's doing fucking karate." It's it's, road, it's roadhouse on the
3: waves, man. It's <laughs> yeah, roadhouse on the yeah, waves, bro. Yeah. Bro. I want to know if if Chris <laughs> had this hairstyle,
1: though. Oh. That's my
3: question. Did you? I know because your girlfriend's been, or your sorry, forgive me. Your wife has been posting pictures of you from early Eddie on Van, i don't Eddie Van Halen hairstyle.
0: i've had yeah. both his hairstyle and well my hair was longer than uh swayze's but mm-hmm. it wasn't curly like that so oh well yeah i was kind of like that except was i didn't have like
2: yeah
0: yeah i've had i've had both of those hairdos yeah for sure wow. yeah i looked that good too by the way
2: Life-
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the I shot that yeah
0: that looks totally believable yeah that. Yeah. <laughs> hey bro
2: hey bro shot of them fucking <laughs> when they jump out of a plane
3: yeah I'll, I'll, yeah exactly oh you um, ever jumped out of a plane before i've never i've wanted to i'd love Fuck to that. do it it's okay. awesome No.
0: yeah, yeah i'd awesome. love
3: to do it um all right well i mean Okay, so let's just dive into it. I mean, what did you guys think of this movie? I mean, it sounds like Chris, you enjoyed it on rewatching. It sounds like Nathan was typical Nathan and decided
2: to
0: be. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan doesn't like anything besides horror. Let's be honest. No, right? I and, like and some fantasy. Sci-fi it has
2: stuff. to be fantasy and sci-fi. I, no,
0: like I know it's a bunch of nerd stuff, but this was I actually. <laughs> i you liked it. it better than all the other movies that we've watched we've covered yeah, for yeah. sure for sure yeah. yeah
2: well better than roadhouse for sure
1: yeah. when
0: i had to keep reminding myself to take notes and even yeah. so like i'm like man i should probably tell these guys that on this episode i'm not gonna have much to say because i don't have yeah. a shit ton of notes yeah you, know? you don't have Here,
2: to have here's the bar for a good movie for you Lau. oh oh <laughs> down everybody uh look it's out of sight now it's out of sight <laughs> I mean come on no i
0: thought i thought it was great and even like cheryl had never watched it before right she's Mm. sitting working on something she's like what are you watching i'm like well we're watching point point break what yeah break i'm like dude Uh, dude it's got Swayze and um keanu Keanu reeves in it it's like one of the best movies ever you know it's like a a, of the age i've never seen it well she starts watching in the background and she's like i'm not gonna watch that about mm -hmm. 10 minutes in, she's like so uh how far have you been watching
1: like about well i think i'm gonna come
0: sit over there and watch it yeah. <laughs> so if it was good enough to get her attention mm. then it's good you know it's a good movie yeah. Wow. yeah so emily liked
3: it she you know she was working at the time too and was like but she really was just crit- criticizing keanu's acting because bearing in mind this is early in keanu's career so he was basically banking on his
0: whoa like well his... there were, there were <laughs> a couple times where he was totally pulling out like bill where he's like yeah. Uh, what do he say? Oh, I caught my first tube this morning, sir. And he would pull out that kind of like dude thing. Yeah. And it, didn't it was just—it didn't work. Not in this. No. Yeah, yeah. It was too much for sure. I will
3: tell you that one of my favorite lines of dialogue in any of these movies comes up early on in the film, and I'm going to reenact it here real quick. So bear with me. So Hundred percent, Utah. Uh, good job. It's when Johnny Johnny Utah is coming into the FBI headquarters, is getting a tour from his new boss. The the, the the boss's name is Ben but you don't need it he goes and he goes you know nothing in fact you know less than nothing if you knew that you knew nothing then that would be something but you don't you're a real blue flame special aren't you son young dumb and full of cum I know <laughs> what I don't know is how you got assigned to be here in Los Angeles with us guess we must have ourselves an asshole shortage huh, huh? and then Johnny Utah says not so far I mean <laughs> come on <laughs>
0: Some of the writing was a bit over the top. And when Gary Busey had a couple of them too, where I'm just like, come on, dude.
1: Yeah, he was the best. And how obsessed, and
3: how obsessed was he with getting two meatball subs? Enough. I'm getting you two meatball subs. Fuck off
0: with that request. Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) I mean, it had it had two tropes right in the very beginning, which was he gets the hard play by his, his new boss when he. Oh gets
3: yeah, there. the angry, you know, pissed off yeah. uh, FBI the, boss.
2: Yeah, so that's the trope where you show up and then you get shit on, mm. you know. Rebecca. Yeah. And the second trope was this is the one I really love is they do this in uh, any any movie that has a newsroom in it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but everybody's fucking running around in the yeah. in the office yeah. from one place to another <laughs> like handing papers off and talking to people <laughs> working all intently no one fucking does that in any office no. ever that i've ever seen in my entire life Not well, even
0: i think they do that stuff to set the scene it's kind of like mm-hmm. how uh so i had cheryl drive the old, the old 76 truck right and mm-hmm. she's driving down the road road like this and she's like is that why in old movies you see people driving <laughs> down the road and their, their hands are going back and forth. I'm like, it's loose yeah, steering. Yeah. it's Well, <laughs> that's what it said. Well, this truck is loose steering, but it's, it's <laughs> by that you're in a car. You know? Yeah. You're yeah. moving. Right. So,
3: yeah. Whereas uh, modern car, modern cars have got really good steering. So you don't really move the wheel that much. Yeah. Like modern cars. You just kind of like, yeah, I, I know that, that I caught that too. And like whenever I, I, my first truck I ever or first vehicle I ever drove was a 90 F one fifty. Yeah, and it had that real shimmy. Like as you're driving mm-hmm. on the road, you had to kind of constantly adjust it. But <laughs> um, I mean, I I think like I have to say, like the bad guys in this movie, which is the gang, like with Patrick Swayze and his crew, like they were the coolest bad guys I've ever seen in a movie. They were mm-hmm. like they were the kinds of guys that would better
0: than Lost
2: Boys. Lost Boys.
3: Up there, up there were Lost Boys. But well, they I were... would want to
0: hang out with these guys. I wouldn't want to well, hang that's... out with the Lost Boys crew.
3: So this is the deal is that I, this is why I wanted to have Chris onto the show because like, I think that like this movie is emblematic of Chris's life. I'm sure like this <laughs> life and like these guys all look like, like the kinds of dudes that would definitely have beat me up for sitting at the wrong table in high school. Cause like <laughs> they are the coolest guys. And it's like, and like remember he was trying to find the gang of surfers and he accidentally finds the one that's like Anthony Kiedis in it. And the,
0: then. Yeah, Anthony Kiedis was in that movie. That's a little <laughs> bit much. Like, I froze it right when his face showed up. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Cheryl, who's this guy? And she stares at him. He's just like, I don't yeah. know. He looks familiar. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. Anthony Kiedis. They could have left him out of that for sure.
3: Well, him and Flea have been in a bunch Flea, of movies. Yeah,
0: they've been, yeah, they put those guys in also. Sort
2: of, well, I don't yeah, at least Yeah. Flea. I also love how the surfers were... <laughs> big lovers of football because yeah. most, most of the time surfers are giant <laughs> fucking football fans. Yeah. They line up <laughs> right. together. They got like 11 dudes on a side, by the way, they've got like <laughs> a giant team out there of like dudes that he has to run. Cause when they're on defense and he's running through them all, he runs by like eight guys. I'm like, mm-hmm. how many guys are playing out there? Like, you, yeah, what is happening right here? But I did love how they were big lovers of football. They knew exactly who he was. Even right. though he's like yep. an opposing player. That's not even their, Not even the pack 10. Was yeah.
0: My- yeah, I never thought about that. I wouldn't imagine that surfers would be into football. Maybe into skating. Like they would Run. know all the skating guys You're and that scared. kind of thing. But not yeah, yeah. not football fanatic not
2: generally football fanatic not that i knew of at least the yeah you know people that were like i don't know i were i i think i kind of equate them to hippies you know, yeah I, I would you know, agree my hippies i mean there was sports. and they even
3: kind of alluded to that like with patrick swayze's character he's like are you going to start chanting now he goes yeah you got to become one with the ocean oh right you know? yeah yeah you, know,
1: yeah you know you
3: gotta like receive its energy and just go and i was just
1: like jesus
0: christ it was very hippy dippy yeah,
2: yeah right sure. By the way, going yeah. back to one of the lines, I don't know who said this, but I, I just wrote it down. Maybe you guys can identify. It's the mm. end of a line. While you are crapping in your hands and rubbing it in your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you're crapping oh, in your right. hands and rubbing it on your face. And I
2: thought, what? who does that, first off? Like, what? <laughs> Who's taking it? Is he talking about like a baby or something? Babies rubbing their <laughs> face? Like, I don't understand what's going on with that quote. I was very confused. Yeah, that that was was very. I think that was
3: Gary Busey. Yeah, Yeah, Gary Busey was pretty awesome. I mean, like, and I, I have to also, it's a little bit jumping ahead because of my unanswered questions, but like, were these the worst FBI agents in the history of man? Because like they, they botched the raid. They didn't know that there was a DEA operation going on. They, you know, they, they did a stakeout and they got distracted by meatball sandwiches and a tuna sandwich. Yeah. You know, like they, they didn't, they didn't shoot the guy when he was within his sights. Right. Cause there's that scene where that famous scene where Keanu Reeves is going to shoot Patrick Swayze and he shoots in the air and goes,
2: oh. yeah. Ollie, Ollie, they're not cops. They're FBI agents. They don't shoot people.
3: I know, but they're terrible <laughs> FBI agents. They're like, Oh, <laughs> I mean they did not uh, I mean they didn't they were ineffective all the way around. I mean sure they honed in on the fact that they were surfers, but they did a really piss poor job of
2: Well when they were when the lawnmower went off and the guy was like like, Yeah, the whole lawnmower scene where he's gonna rub his Dude.
0: And the guy shoots the lawnmower
2: instead of the guy.
0: In the history of raids or like a takedown by a cop, how many people do you think that have had their face pushed within inches of a running lawnmower? Right. You know?
2: My my guess is less than zero, if that's possible. (laughs) Mm, Uh, But I did love how the first thing the guy does when, so Keanu's like, all right, hey, you know, don't go in there. You know, whatever he's saying to the the other two dudes that are around the other side of the house doing the raid. Mm. The guy's like, I can't, you know, I can't hear you or whatever over the lawnmower. And instead of just like, kept trying or whatever he rips his earpiece out because you're mm. never gonna hear him yeah, now that's right. Like, right there's no place he's gonna go you're gonna be able to hear him now debbie like we mm. keep your earpiece in like what is wrong with you? yes all how goes.
0: did you like the gratuitous uh nude woman attacking one of the agents? oh yeah bro with the knife <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the during p- that raid i'm like oh now we see some titties yeah that was one of the better parts of
3: the movie yeah Uh, yeah she
0: was psycho she reminded
3: me a little bit of like the kill bill scene with uh like then kill bill 2 or whatever where what's her name daryl hannah gets like her eye ripped out like
0: oh yeah yeah flailing around and the
3: yeah that that scene was that was a little bit much
2: i mean it was an it was actually no i thought it was an awesome scene i thought it was probably the best scene in the movie and i liked it (laughs) because i liked it because she Whoops! That whoops his ass, and then she whoops the mm. second guy's ass. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> Like, like and they were shocked that, they were getting attacked by and, a and woman. And that's it's why.
2: not, it's not even like it wasn't even like close. Like yeah. she like whoop, like whoop their asses and stabbed the other guy, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, but yeah, that was actually, uh, I thought that was the the second to most out of place thing in the movie. The first mm. place yeah. being. Yep. but he flings the dog at him as he's yeah, running away. Right, yeah. as he's, as he's <laughs> away and then the <laughs> guy punts it then he punts <laughs>
0: it out of the way not <laughs> only doubt but he was that that guy before he threw the dog at him he was hiding behind the door with the dog mm. in his arms waiting mm. to throw it at him why would you ever think of doing that i would just keep
2: running <laughs> yes you never stop running i don't know i don't know what i mean i get it if the dog was like actually going to kill him or try yeah. to but the dog looks the nicest looked like i mean it looked like a pit bull but he looked like very docile
0: he's being like <laughs> well, thrown he, through the air and he let himself happening. get picked up so he's yeah, obviously yeah, very docile. Yeah.
2: so i was very confused by that whole situation <laughs> like i wonder when they saw it in the script like what they said
1: yeah <laughs> like, I mean,
2: like, like so i pick up a dog and i toss it mm. like, yeah,
1: yeah okay
2: and Catherine bigelow had she done anything before this other i mean i know she did the hurt locker years, years well
3: right? well and she also did um what's the one the, the one about bin laden getting killed uh yeah yeah it was cool too uh, dark 30 zero dark 30 incredible she's a great director she so was she, married
1: she was, was married to years?
3: james cameron uh for a while uh, i think james cameron like produced this film uh, um but speaking of that i wanted to touch on what chris said earlier like the way this movie is shot there were three scenes in particular that i thought were really cool and very catherine bigelow-esque one was the foot chase that you talked about which was done oh, by the, that, the the perspective of the yep. guys running like that wasn't, the bad. wasn't
2: bad that was pretty good
3: and i think the it was guy,
0: good for that era as well yes, because they didn't hard. have those kind of um yeah those yeah. scenes you know
3: Yeah, the next was the skydiving shot with Patrick Swayze actually jumping. I thought that was pretty cool. I like that one a lot. And then uh, the third uh, sort of sequence that I wrote down, which was neat, was when Keanu Reeves gets roped in to be a bank robber, right? Like, his girlfriend has been kidnapped, and he's, like, kind of being held hostage by her potential death. And so he's becoming a bank robber. And they had this shot where, like, he's getting out of the van, and it's literally, again, his perspective going into the bank robbery. I thought that was kind of cool. I like that. Um, and for 1991 when, you know, this was supposed to be just like a, I mean, in a sense, it was kind of like a borderline sort of like Skinamax movie slash action film. Um, it was originally going to be called Johnny Utah and I'm so glad they they didn't go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, and it's not in my trivia, but I've, uh, I've seen it otherwise, but like, you know, at Ohio state university, like if you go to the team store, you can actually get Johnny Utah jerseys and they sell quite well because people oh, wow.
0: like,
3: will buy a Johnny Utah Jersey, even though he never played football for Ohio <laughs> state. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised
0: people even know the, you know, the reference anymore. I know. Except yeah. Guys like us, you know?
3: Yeah. Well, the thing is, is guys like us actually have the disposable income to do buy a stupid Jersey. Yeah, like as true. the guy, the guy who owns an Peach 45 Jersey here, I, I, I can attest that that's the case. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what else did you guys like about this movie? I mean, the scenery was cool. I thought the story was interesting. Um, but I'm opening it up to you guys. I mean, I, Nathan, we have plenty of time for you to bitch about it. But what did you I like in
2: the I, I wish there was more scenes where they were going around cutting people's hair on the beach to DNA oh. tokens.
0: Oh, where they could find the PCBs, the selenium, the titanium, God damn the arsenic. It. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, Christ. why does Johnny Utah oh. even know what these things are? Number
2: one. <laughs> n- number two. Number two. Like who? If you did that, like on the, the surfers get mad when you, you you fucking get on their wave, right? In yes. real life, yeah, yeah, yeah. You run yeah, around pulling their hair out. Oh, they're punching you, fucking fighting Kill you. Out. Like yeah. there's no no fucking dancing hands or butts about that shit. You wouldn't even get oh. close enough. So yeah. I thought that scene was okay. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> it was eighties, totally eighties. What about that's actually an
3: interesting point because I want. It's actually I can't believe I didn't write this down. But do you remember when Johnny Utah is buying the surfboard and there's like that like eleven year old kid that works at the that surf shop? That, kid? Yeah. That's basic. That's basically like telling him like his life's gonna change. Like surfing's the source, man. It's gonna, and like dude, you're fucking eleven. Like how do you yeah. know? Well, I'm-
0: <laughs> He he thinks Johnny Utah is so old and he's 25. 25, And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm a grandfather. (laughs) Jesus
3: but that mm-hmm. seems so funny to I me mean, on reflection because like i mean what the fuck does an 11 year old know about like changing your life around but you surfing? know those
0: little punk ass 11 year old skaters and surfers yeah. they're all like that i bet they're all very they good gong- especially re- when you see what their dads
2: like are saying yeah like, yeah like what their, their older brothers are saying and yep. but the thing is yeah. they they probably grow up and actually believe it at a certain point but they're just mm-hmm. at that point they're probably just repeating it
1: yeah uh, but that's the,
3: like so i grew up in southern california i definitely like grew up around that kind of culture there was a lot of surf shops near where i lived i my i had friends that we would go to the beach on the weekends and we'd get there at eight in the morning and stay until six at night
1: did i you ever don't, surf
3: no i would bodyboard and boogie board but i was never a surfer i don't like as you know me like i do not belong in that culture it's not for me it's not <laughs> i did not fit
0: in Have i you ever stepped on guy. a skateboard?
3: Yes, I've stepped. So you have skateboarded. Oh, I have skateboarded. Yeah, and there was actually a very famous skate park close to me where Tony Hawk got his start. Tony Hawk was from San Diego. Uh, My brother was a skateboarder, but he was kind of a poser skateboarder. Yeah. Uh, I think he still surfs, but that's another thing about this movie is I could be wrong. I believe I read that Keanu Reeves actually still surfs, Uh, and he learned it on this movie. Oh, that's cool patrick swayze up until the end and sad that patrick swayze is no longer with us but i think he was also a surfer um yeah i mean it's a cool activity i just don't have the balance or athletic ability to do it
0: well i'll tell you Um, it's an awesome workout there's been a couple times where i after a day of surfing i couldn't even walk yeah you know and i got really really cut really quickly just because it's using your whole body
3: you know. I love paddleboarding. Paddleboarding is awesome. I did that in Hawaii last time I was there. I love yeah. it. But um, surfing is not for me. How about you, Nathan? So, you ever? Were so you
2: being part of it? No. Uh, so you being uh, part <laughs> of surf, have friends and surfer, uh, surfers. Then I'll ask you. Do you remember them being big lovers of sports?
3: Uh, I love. No, I mean I don't remember them. Well, I mean again, we were all like. I remember when I was a kid. The people who were my age, like we didn't really follow sports that much. I didn't really follow sports until I got to like late teen, early adult. Like I remember the 1998, the 1998 San Diego Padres was like the first team I ever followed. Um, because they went to the World Series and I got really into it, like everybody else. Tony
2: did. Gwynn on that team. Tony
3: Gwynn. I can name yeah. so many players. Ken Caminetti was on that team. Yeah, Ken Caminetti,
2: I remember him. Yeah. Uh,
3: Kevin Brown was a pitcher. They had uh, oh yeah. a whole bunch of players. Tony Gwynn was yeah. hilarious, though. Tony
2: <laughs> Gwynn was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, I was just wondering since you said that, I, I'd forgotten that you'd said that. Um, yeah. By the way, by the way, going back to uh, the fight, the fight that uh, Keanu has with the four dudes that. Yes. Uh,
1: the, oh that yeah. Anthony whatever, Kiedis, who, yeah,
2: who just so happened to turn out to also be criminals, like yeah, <laughs> yeah like just so happened. Apparently,
3: all
0: surfers are criminals. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we got yeah, take yeah, from yeah. this. But so, I love.
3: Yeah. I remember the name of one of them though. Like the nickname was War Child. Oh, oh, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. the guy Leave Malone, run War
2: Child. Him, yeah. yeah, the guy that tried to run his face into the fucking uh, <laughs> the fucking lawnmower. But uh, the the I just wanted to share with you the the line we already talked about. The the line mm-hmm. I wrote down here in all caps. <clears throat> Good to know. Bodhi still knows karate from his previous movies. (laughs) All I wrote down. So Bodhi knows karate from his previous movies. We were just talking about how he knew karate during that thing. Yes. Listen, I want to know what movies he did after this. Mm. Probably Ghost, right? Yeah, I think Ghost was right around this time. What other
0: action movies? Because I want to know if he
2: did. Yeah, because I want to know how much karate he did in those as well. That's what I want to go back and research. I don't
0: remember any other
2: how much karate he did. I think he went to Ghost and then I think he kind of dropped
0: off a little bit.
2: Well, I mean he got
0: sick
3: eventually, right? So yeah. that probably took yeah. up a lot of his time. I think he did some TV stuff. So it looks yeah, like Point his break, last just... his movie was his last movie was 2009. So let's go back to 91 91 Roadhouse, Point Break. Then he did the Player. some, some, some of these I, I don't, don't even
2: know what they are. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know Fatherhood. Too Wong, I
3: remember and... Two Wong food. Like, I remember that. Things. I don't know. That was it. a big movie. Um, Donnie Darko is one of your favorites. So.
2: Yeah, he's just a bit part in that. But that was a good movie, but he definitely didn't karate in that one.
3: He did a. I, he was in. He was in the sequel to Dirty Dancing. That's wow. interesting. uh so, he did yeah. a lot of
2: shit. movies it's a lot of nothing yeah. that we knew of. So a that a of shit. Like pretty much it.
3: Yeah, this might have been his last, like his last pick, like peak film. I think. And it's bet because right. there was
2: no other roles with karate in it, <laughs> you know. And they were like, yeah, or Cassis opportunities to cause... show
0: off his golden chain. Yeah, because all he wants, to,
2: all he talks about in these interviews is how, is how he wants to do karate. We're like, well, yeah.
0: Have you guys ever seen a picture of his brother, who's a big no. actor? No, his bro- <laughs> Swayze his got maybe, all right? the looks. His brother, I think it's Roger or Robert. Don Swayze? Don. <laughs> Don, yeah, it's
3: Don.
2: Wait, oh, I thought that was him. I was like, it looks just like him. Oh. Oh, uh,
1: that's not a no,
0: no, no, wait a minute. He no yeah, he's he's not a good looking dude. Although he when he looks younger, like I guess he looks better. When he's older, he does not look
3: well similar. I mean who doesn't yeah. look good in a bolo tie? I mean yeah. bolo tie that's is the shit.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey now. <laughs> I looked good in a bolo tie back in the day. So, I'm you sure, know. You sure, sure you
1: did. <laughs> sure
3: you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, clearly, Keanu Reeves had the better career after this. I mean, he went. Oh, he just
0: took off. The shit, that he. I mean, he he comes off as this total douchebag dummy because of you yeah. know like Bill and Ted, and he kind of was that that mm-hmm. uh, character. But he keeps picking these movies that just blow up. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, the guy is freaking smart, even yeah. though it seems like he's stupid.
3: Well, I think he's got a, I think he just has a little bit more standards for films. Like, I mean, Matrix was kind of a unique film that he signed on for. I don't, I don't think that was widely regarded. I mean, I'm sure it was, it was high budget. So I think they assumed it would be very big, but it's weird. It's not, it's not like cookie cutter and for everybody. And John Wick is incredible. I actually think John Wick is a film we might cover here because I think that whole series really aligns to what this podcast is about is those old ballsy movies that were just action and fun and, didn't really try to like overthink it. I mean, yeah. John wicks, John wick action is incredible. They do amazing stuff in that. And he's 55 years old now or something crazy. He's up there. How old is Keanu Reeves? Did you guys watch the newest
0: bill and Ted? Yeah, I did. How was it? It
2: was all right. I thought it was decent. You know, mm-hmm. it was more like I was just happy to support the uh, mm-hmm. my bros. Uh, Dude,
3: I am. I, I am. So, I mean, I agree with you, Nathan. I, I, I'm really sad for movies right now. Like I saw regal cinemas have closed their theaters across oh, the country. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I love going to the movies. They've punted James Bond next year. Jurassic park sequel got punted. Top gun got punted. And I love going to the movies and it's just so heartbreaking. You can't do it right now, but Black widow um, got
2: punted. All the Marvel stuff got punted. Uh,
3: All the... Yeah. Uh, I mean, so,
2: the although I just saw something today. That Inslee uh, sent up. By the way, if you're listening to this in uh, 2075,
1: <laughs> we're Internet in the pandemic, and,
2: and with life, we're in a pandemic right now, and all the theaters are closed down. So we should clarify:
3: uh, we're in the 2020 pandemic. There might be a pandemic. Uh, a yeah, year. there might be some That's every true. year.
1: That's <laughs> true. Uh,
2: but but I saw Inslee say something like they were something about opening up theaters, but you had mm. to have you know the distance and all the other stuff so we would, you know they'd be able to put like you know they'd be able to put like 30 people in the theater sort of thing sure. what right.
0: is the, even the point because these theaters are so freaking even if they open it up uh you know partially right mm-hmm. these theaters are paying so much money for their real estate and you can yeah. have 20 people in there what mm-hmm. is the freaking point you know eight, you yeah, might eight, as well close I, the whole thing down
2: i agree yeah. with you on on one level the other level is and the other thing is like how many times though, have you walked into a theater and there's like four the people in there? Yeah. There's like nobody. In That's there true. The movie sucks true. Or it's in the middle of the yeah. day. So they could cut down the number of showings they have. They could also only select movies that are going to do well and leave out the yeah. other one and hire a skeleton crew for now until it gets back. But I, it, yeah. Maybe the, the rent part is the, is the hard part. The rent.
0: The I was almost I, thinking like these big ones are going to close down. And then once we can go back into movie theaters, you're going to have more independent ones. Mm-hmm. instead of yeah, these maybe. big conglomerates you know maybe well
3: someone's somebody with some money is going to make some do well because like that's the thing that comes out of situations like this is anybody with some cash that can put together oh yeah like for sure. purchase like you can swoop Drive in, in
2: like, again, maybe
3: yeah or like i mean you think about cinerama for example i think cinerama has like closed down and either was looking for a new investor because that used to be owned by paul allen and they've gone yeah, kind no. of belly up so like i think like that, i mean god that's a great theater that's a great historic theater i I really the thing is, is what's going on now, like the last 10 years is movie theaters have had to raise the bar when it comes to the experience, because Uh-oh. the flat screens at home are so amazing. Why bother sure, going to the movie yeah. theater? Right. Sure, so like a yeah, new yeah. thing in theaters is like plush seating and bar service. And I love it. It's awesome. And I yeah uh, it's super cool. I hope it doesn't go under like one of my favorite theaters in Bellevue had like, you know, you push a button and a waiter comes and like, Hey, I'll have a beer. Yeah. Give me a, and a
0: maybe, bourbon. maybe that's what will happen instead of, you know, having these big theaters, it'll be more of those smaller ones. You know, like yeah. I know that they have a theater in Centralia at the, uh, yeah And it's, it's that, right that same kind of deal where it's a, yeah. you know, not a gigantic screen, but you have like old, uh, you know old couches and stuff and they feed you popcorn and drinks and all that kind of stuff yeah. it's way more cool than you know these big uh, box theaters
1: Oh, so, i went to know, s-
3: i saw Mc- i saw one of the i think i saw the last avenger movie at the megminamins i hated that place oh my god i am not cool enough for megminamins it's so yeah. oh, jesus <laughs> it's which one jesus, did you go
2: to i was the one to go to sponsor oh the waffle one, one yeah
3: the waffle one yeah i mean it's just like it, the seat was uncomfortable the service was a pain in the butt like yeah. parking sucked it was just uh, not for yeah,
2: me Parking's not but, good there
3: yeah anyway uh, okay so what did we not like about this movie we've talked about what we liked and i nathan always talks about. i what didn't we talk about like.
2: anything i like yet but uh okay,
3: well, then, well we're waiting nathan what do you no, like
2: i didn't like well what did i like about this movie you like uh,
3: gratuitous uh, Keanu Reeves butt shots? I'm sure that was all. No, nah, oh, yeah. I mean, I,
2: I told you, I like the scene where you know the chick jumps out of the shower because she beats Johnny Utah. She'd take that was good yeah. stuff. That was a good scene. How
0: did you uh, like the scene where uh, they were about to do that um, the uh, the raid and that guy's? pouring beer into his Cheerios. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, almost I, like wrote,
0: I almost wrote that's down something disgusting. about that. <laughs> yeah. disgusting.
2: I had a buddy who was really poor when he was a kid, and he put water on his cereal, but at least that's water. <laughs> yes. not, like, fucking beer. Like,
0: oh, yeah. nasty. That just goes yeah. to show how tough that guy was. It's true. Yeah. So,
3: yes,
2: I love that part, too. All right, All
0: now right.
3: To what not like. Yeah, what do you not like? I mean, we've we've already touched on What about you, Chris? What did you not like about this film?
0: Oh... <sighs> I didn't like where they were obviously making um, Keanu sound like Bill from Bill and Ted, mm. like yeah, yeah, too yeah. much like dude kind of dumb. Right. You know, other than that, like, and I didn't like the, the overly hokey scenes. Mm-hmm. Like the meatball thing was a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> generally speaking, I would have to say like 90% of it I liked. Yeah. There, there's very about... few parts where I'm like, oh, that was stupid. Right, you know,
2: <laughs> he jumped out of a plane with no shoe, bro, because he was that mad at somebody,
0: dude. Yeah, I would do that same thing, man. You're, crazy, if you're you, know? you have to take your man down. You know, <laughs> no, that's the last yeah. that's so last possible chance. On, he bro. already lost everything because he assumed on, that the chick was dead. On, lost other, his job.
2: The other thing I thought was the other thing. Uh, this is necessarily something I didn't like, but it was just like uh, okay. uh, all I could think of when Keanu was fighting uh, Bodhi at the end. When they're fighting each other and you know, he's gonna ride the last wave and he's got a haircut and everything. That's how you know he's changed. Uh, he's, yeah. got
3: <laughs> he's got longer hair. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. got a haircut.
2: <laughs> everyone uh Keanu shows up in the middle of a fucking rainstorm.
1: Mm-hmm
2: to fight a guy in a wetsuit wearing a fucking canadian tuxedo he's got yeah. like a jean jacket on which has got to be the most restrictive fucking thing <laughs> you're trying to fight and jeans and he's what? fighting all i could think of was like this guy should be he must weigh 100 pounds right now like, yeah. he well this?
3: a couple of things about that scene that make me laugh first of all like okay and so where was that filmed to, at looks like it was supposed to be awesome. australia right yeah. it was actually filmed in oregon
1: australia. yeah it i knew it i knew
3: but the thing is, is like uh, the 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 cop that they had, who is I think he I think they didn't bother to fly any Australian actors in because the cop they had to do the Australian accent was just totally hamming it
1: up. <laughs> oh you know, yeah. Yeah,
3: and <laughs> it did not sound Australian whatsoever. Uh, he's like, "We'll get him when he comes back," you know. Like, <laughs> but, uh, it was not, it was not believable. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. And how rough. about
3: that? You know, I mean, the FBI agent. He's flown all over the world to capture this guy, and all he has to do is just say, "Please let me out, so I can surf this fucking wave." And he's like, "Okay, sounds good."
2: They wrote me a letter and asked me, told me that and I wouldn't have to. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> But he had to yeah. make it look good, you know. He had to have the cops, you know, because you know, Keanu can just let him go. You had to make.
3: Well, him. Emily, Emily thought it might have been like a an opportunity for the studio to potentially do a, a sequel. Like maybe oh, they did that. Like yeah. they probably left it open ended. Like, well, maybe if this movie does well, we could do a sequel. And he survived. And he broke. Because I didn't shore. know.
2: I told you guys that last time. I thought maybe it yeah. was possible that he survived or whatever. Maybe he survived.
3: Maybe you he never didn't get Killed by the biggest wave. It's I possible. think it
0: was a like it wasn't for like a sequel. It was like the proper send off because Keanu mm. and Swayze kind of had this, this bro even though they were yeah. adversaries and yeah. it's always been about um, Swayze going off and doing the last thing that his, his whole life has been about of surfing this 50 foot mm-hmm. wave. So he's like, fuck it. You're never going to live. I'll give you this yeah. last prop. You go out there, you're done.
3: Yeah. You
0: know, it Carry was kind of like the, it was kind of like the, romanticized way of being like oh, go yeah. live in freedom and die on the waves or i don't know some weird well it's
3: like we were joking earlier about that scene where he jumps out without a shoot right like i mean if some like some cynical filmmaker could have done that scene and just
0: had him fucking die like
3: he just yeah. jumps in like it didn't work he crashed yeah. into the ground.
0: <laughs> and, uh, by the way when they when they crashed into the ground how long yeah. were they rolled up in that parachute i mean they were totally like yeah you know, uh, yeah, basically exactly. having sex in that parachute for like 30 yeah. seconds well Pretty
2: because close. We're, because we're talking about it and it has to do with this scene uh mm-hmm. i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you what ebert gave this movie
0: okay go for it 3.5 3. 3. 3. 5, 3. 5 stars no way Not
1: <laughs> I guessed.
2: but but his his one of his, his part of his review isn't it says it's, it's it, this is some california movie all right the mm-hmm. plot description i have just supplied could work just as easily for the naked gun three and a half as for Point Break, which takes it deadly seriously even after adding several other preposterous developments like a guy who gets so mad he jumps out of a plane without a parachute, free falls until he can tackle a guy who has one and then holds a gun to his head. <laughs> okay, so because we're jumping
3: around, I'm going to get into that a little bit. In the, like, it's in my trivia, but the you know that show Mythbusters, right? Yeah. So Mythbusters decided to try to prove this theory. Can you jump
0: out of a plane I don't and think you can. catch somebody? I think you can. Well, okay, so they did a whole you thing. think catch them. Yeah, you they, can angle down. And the I think guys... you could catch them, but as soon as the guy pulls the parachute, oh, there's so off. much force, you would be ripped yeah, off. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so they they did a whole experiment on that. You can catch somebody by, you know, diving after them. You can do that. But the part that they talked about that was unbelievable was the fact that they were having full conversations while in free fall.
0: Uh, Because in free
3: fall, like, the wind is just, like you know making i mean it's like the sound of a jet engine right in your ears and they're like having a chat out there
0: like this is awesome
3: you got you gotta decide between me and the gun you know like all that (laughs) shit like you couldn't have like 10 minutes of dialogue while and also and also Mm. another thing they called was a flaw was like 90 seconds of free fall like 90 seconds of free fall apparently is impossible or too much Mm. i don't know you hit the ground Uh, yeah i don't i think you'd have to be like dropped from outer space or something like get Mm. 90 seconds of free fall i don't know um But that's uh, that was one of the, the flaws with it.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, anyway, so it, have we covered like you guys pretty well comfortable that we've talked about all the stuff that we didn't like?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I
3: okay. So some open questions. I already talked about that. Was Johnny Utah the worst FBI agent ever? I mean, yeah. other than him being able to do that shooting course at the beginning, he sucked, man. Like, everybody died. His partner died.
0: Well, he Every- knew about silicon, yeah, titanium pathetic. and uh, arsenic, so he's pretty smart at least, you know? Yeah,
3: I suppose. He, he was number up.
0: one at the FBI Academy.
3: Yeah, he's young, dumb, and full of cum, so yeah. Like, yeah. he's
0: yeah. got right. it. <laughs> right. He's got all the
1: qualifications. Exactly. He's I wanted enough. to see more.
0: Go ahead.
2: He's dumb enough that he showed up to his own raid late because he was yes. he was laying yeah. pipe and didn't even have a mask on or anything like that. So It's like, don't burn your cover. Okay, wear a fucking baklava. Yeah. You never <laughs> had that shit back then? Like, people do it all the time. You guys should be wearing masks. All right. Did you call it a baklava? It's called a balaclava. A balaclava, <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of dessert. Baklava
3: it's like a food, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking
2: of dessert right now. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten tonight. It's <laughs> not the thing to be over
3: um okay wouldn't the fbi easily discover that a da operation was going underway remember that whole bit where like they're going after their first suspects and it turns out i don't out been, know like, i don't
0: know if they do i don't know because they're
2: dumb they don't
0: share i've seen so see, many of Look these movies up. in but i've seen so many and of course all the movies are true but you know yeah. these <laughs> things have to come from somewhere i've seen <laughs> right. so many of these movies where they're like this agency isn't talking to this agency and they're like stepping on each other's toes. Yeah. You, know, you know, I suppose, I suppose I mean, it's I not suppose. in their jurisdiction or something.
2: I feel like it probably happens less now
0: in mm. the digital
2: age where they probably yeah. have got, hopefully have gotten smarter and are sharing information. Cause what are we fucking mm. paying you for? Uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I can totally believe it back then. But what more is, is le- less believable is that he has, he known them from before. Right, that's le- and right. he got in a fight with them. That's less yeah. believable. Oh, come on, yeah. these guys just so happen to be another gang that you're chasing. That okay, right. they're doing something actually really bad too. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they have a, yeah. it even worse. They're, they're drug dealers instead of fucking minor bank robbers. So, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah.
3: Um. So when did you guys see it for the first time? I guessed in theater, but I don't think that's right because '91. I was in high school and I was off in the boonies, so I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it on video only first.
0: I did definitely saw it in, in theater. theater. Yeah.
3: yeah. you dropped yeah. down the couch I was an adult
0: at that point. Yeah, I don't you know were 40, if
3: I... you were 46 or something like yeah, that I so, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I
2: can't remember seeing it in the theater but Yeah. I could, I totally could have. I just don't remember seeing it. In the okay.
3: Theater. I watch this movie at least once or twice a year, without a doubt. It's this is you're gonna make fun of me, Nathan, but this is this in Roadhouse. Like, if this movie
0: comes on, my plans change. Like, uh, um, what is
2: going on? You just have something for fucking Patrick Swayze.
3: I don't
0: think I've watched this for probably ten years, but I do watch Gladiator a couple times a year. That's (laughs) fucking awesome. We got to cover Gladiator, okay? Oh, that's so good. Pencil, pencil, Pencil Lau in for Gladiator. But Uh, it almost might be too good for me to even like take notes or to like dish on. Uh we can dish it because on it's though. just so it's awesome. You know, it is so
3: awesome. Great yeah. bad guy, great great protagonist, great scenes, great music, great acting, all of it, all of it. Bob, I agree with you on that one. Um, oh, you just
2: did the podcast right there. You just did it.
3: Done. <laughs> just <laughs> cut it out. Cut one. It out. Um, does it hold up? Yes, it's goddamn 100%. perfect. Yes, yep. it holds what
2: up. You talking about this movie or yes, or... this movie. Oh. This movie. I don't know about that. What do you?
3: Yeah, it fucking holds up. up. Well, what doesn't hold up?
2: oh it never held up that's what i'm saying like it's oh,
0: for fuck's yeah. sake
3: yeah. yeah there are no there are no wizards in this movie nathan I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> uh, how about elves <laughs> are there L's? No, L's
1: are no I, don't uh,
2: I will say this i will say this about this movie i i did i agree with you in that i thought it was uh shot well and i guess potentially directed well i mean you can only direct mm-hmm. around the plot and Weird acting and the the FBI agent's not wearing baklavas.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> baklavas. Uh, you can only you can only you can only direct around that so much. But I did think it was uh I thought it was pretty well directed. I thought it was real, mm-hmm. pretty well shot. Um, I will yeah. say. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, I mean, Catherine has had a tremendous career ever since she did yeah. the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. And right. So she it does definitely awesome was a
2: fluke, and you know. Yeah a good director i just uh i will say that yeah. is definitely a high, a high point of the book
3: sure. so i'm not going to even dive into it and i never did get around to it but i know they made a sequel of this but we're just not going to talk about that one um oh but i will say i did in my research discover that there's actually a cool theater show like an actual like live action version of road <laughs> of this movie rather and what what the thing <laughs> that's the weird But no, but here's the cool part. What they do every time is they recruit a member of the audience to play Johnny Utah, and they hand him or her a script, and then they act around that person. I think that (laughs) sounds awesome. I would do that. Where is this playing, uh, Ollie? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you know, with COVID, if it's ever going to happen. We need to sign ourselves up. I would be in for that. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a really cool idea. Um, yes, The Rock would make this movie better for sure. The Rock could be in this film. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I was I was thinking about like recasting. If you were casting this movie today, Chris Pratt comes to mind as someone that could pull this off. Like Chris Pratt could be an mm. FBI agent slash surfer. Yeah, I, I, I think I think
0: he, would, I think he could replace Keanu in this, and he's yeah, kind of got sure. that, like. The rock's too damn big to do it, but yes, uh, exactly. Chris Pratt, he's a smaller guy. He's got the humor kind of thing going on. Yeah. He can probably play an action role.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he but he also but he also looks like Midwest honest slash like evolve into surfer guy from Southern yeah. California. I yeah. don't know who you get to do Patrick Swayze
2: though. That would be a different oh, one. I'd say that Will Smith.
3: Be... What are you smoking? What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> Will Smith would be good. <laughs> no. As Bodie?
2: No. I mean, maybe. Gross hair not, out. He needs to be
3: like a stu- <laughs> you know who yeah. would be good? Tall and skinny. What you about know? the guy who the blonde guy from Wedding Crashers? What's his name? Uh, oh
2: uh no Owen, no Owen Wilson. He's too
3: comedic. <laughs> too comedic. He's
1: too, too comedic.
0: Yeah, he's too comedic. And he's too yeah. weird looking. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. But he I would mean, do that weird surfer guy. We've got the same well. hairstyle. No, sure. you know who would be perfect, yeah.
0: perfect is um what's his face? Uh the Texan guy that played bongo. Oh
3: Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey would be perfect. Oh yeah, younger Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Younger Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but like, or CGI updated Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> CGI <Yeah>. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Updated. Uh, okay, time for the Bill Paxson Award. Nathan, give us your incorrect answer, and then we will <coughs> well, then go from there.
2: I was originally going to go with who I went... What well, did I go with him for? I was originally going to go with... Uh, what's the partner's name? Pappas. Uh- Pappas. Gary Busey. Oh, Busey. Gary Busey. I was going to go with him yeah. originally, because I think I went yeah. with him for uh, Under Siege as well. Yeah. Um, because you know he did his gary Busey thing right and uh, you were
3: wrong because the correct answer in that movie was that girl's breasts that right right was the well Paxton this
2: award. the bill packs award for this one is the nude lady who attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> because the rules are you gotta steal every scene you're in and she did yes she that did that one she yep. fucking whooped his ass uh, yeah. nude and then she jumped on the other guy and like stabbed him a bunch or took him down and fucked him up too and yeah. then the other guy had to come in, so I will give uh, her the Bill packs.
0: I would have to say that as well, just because she was in... <laughs> she wasn't even there for five seconds, and all of us... Was re- uh, of course, we would remember it, because she was naked, Yeah, but, you know...
2: <laughs> that actually wasn't... I mean, you know me, I, I should. that's normally the first thing I notice, but I actually more noticed that she was just ruthlessly kicking their ass and they and like winning. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was like, and I was like, who the fuck is this chick? Like, yeah. they don't talk about her at all. She just some chick. She was badass. Yeah.
0: I wonder what she's doing nowadays. She's I probably know. sixty-five years old and you know <laughs> still stripping. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, well, that's what IMDb can teach you there. But you can look it up. Um, yeah. I am actually okay. So I have. I have an answer that I wrote down, but I'm actually changing it. I had Gary Busey down, but I'm going to go with the character named Rosie. And Rosie was the – he was kind of the – the he was the hanger-on with the bad guys, and he was the rocker guy, but he was also the guy who, like, took her hostage, that girl hostage at the end.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh... the one
3: who was laser-focused Yep. To stop yep. him because the scene that I remember was him on the beach lighting a fire and doing it with like a fucking can of kerosene and almost like catching himself on fire. I thought that was pretty funny (laughs) because he's trying to do Like he's trying to like blow it off. Kind of cool cool. or something. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm just going to throw some fucking kerosene on this fire and it almost lights him on fire. So that's my winner. The build. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Um, Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Rosie's my, I mean, Gary Busey is really it. I mean, let's all be honest. Gary Busey is still the show, but
0: uh, anyway he seemed um, partially normal back in the day i know before he got into his car accident because I, I saw him yeah. later in like i don't know one of those reality tv shows the apprentice yeah no. the oh apprentice. i didn't see him in the apprentice i think i yeah, saw him was... in uh the surreal life or something oh, okay, oh, okay Where yeah. he, was going, he was trying to go through rehab or gary Busey documentary mm-hmm. or something and the dude is a total whack job yeah, yeah. messed up uh, yeah i mean yeah.
2: he definitely took it to the nth degree now but yeah
0: yeah his son is an actor now his son was
3: in the latest predator movie uh um, yeah. oh, jake.
2: jake dude he was jake, in fucking yeah. uh he was in uh starship troopers
3: yep he was in starship troopers he was in contact yep. yeah he's got a bit yeah, of a he's career. been
2: around yeah for sure
3: yeah um, it Looks okay exactly like him
2: yeah he does Those he's big got teeth. the same way taller the big
3: teeth yeah, yeah way taller and a little bit more sane
2: Feeling. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I mean, Gary Busey seems like he's on the edge from a psychotic episode any second. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. All right. So, how much this movie cost to make? It cost twenty-four million dollars. I'm sure a lot of that was hairspray for Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, it made at the box office eighty-three point five million dollars. Damn, so pretty really? Good, pretty good. Pretty damn. good return, I think.
2: Back in the day, hundred million dollar movies were not easy to come by. So yeah. Was, yeah.
3: Damn. Right. Uh, I agree. Uh, that's yeah, eighty three point five million dollars is a respectable box office for a oh, film yeah. like this. Oh, um, yeah. Review score. So 69% with the critic and 79% with the audience. I'm disappointed in that audience score. This should be yeah. 85% or greater.
0: I, I agree one hundred percent. Except there's people like uh uh Nathan out there, you know. Yeah, a lot uh, of them, apparently. You know, you
2: know what though? People like me, no, because I'm too lazy to actually go write a review. So there's not a lot of people. That actually is true. Want to that write is a true. Review. <laughs> I would never go. i have never that I'd too lazy, <laughs> lazy to write a review. <laughs>
3: Okay, so I don't know if you know, Chris, if you didn't listen to our last week's episode, we actually started a new segment and we're going to go into what the best picture w- winners were the year of the movie we're oh. talking about. Because well. one of the things that Nathan and I have talked about a couple times is that the Oscars are like fucked up and on a different planet and really not great. Yeah. Uh, and they often pick films that no one gives a shit about anymore. Like the you know, best picture from five years ago, I bet you, you could barely want to watch it. But oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Like like a second tier level film, would would I mean like I mean a classic example in my mind is Shawshank Redemption. Never won any awards. It's like easily one of the best films ever made, yes, and favorite. yet it never won an award, which is insane to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was 1991. I, regardless of your brother shitting my point about 91 versus 92 or whatever, we're gonna skip that and just do Got 91. It. Roger. Uh, so the the category Best Picture: Dances with Wolves, Awakenings, Ghost, Awakenings. The Godfather Part Awaken. Three, and Goodfellas. And Ghost. the winning and the winning movie that year was Dances with Wolves. Now, huh. I would actually reverse. Over this Goodfellas, list. yeah, Goodfellas is incredible. I mean, God damn, Goodfellas is over one
2: Goodfellas
3: of top ten movies of all time. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the last Wolves? time you
3: said I want to sit down and watch Dances with Wolves? Bro, I haven't seen it since <laughs> back then.
2: And I remember seeing that in the theater because my mom was all about it, and I remember yeah. it with her, and I remember thinking it was okay. But yeah. it wasn't like. But I remember seeing Goodfellas and fucking being like, "Holy shit, this movie incredible. is incredible, pretty perfect the whole yeah. way through." Uh, yeah, so it's I a badass gangster wow. movie. God, that yeah. sucks so bad. Yeah, Awakenings. What
0: the... Yeah, <laughs> what, what was Awakenings?
2: So Awakenings <laughs> was, was a Hits movie with. Ford?
3: It, no, Awakenings had uh, it had um, Robert De Niro, not... and oh. it had uh, what's the guy who committed suicide? Um, the comedian guy. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin. Williams. Oh, Robin Williams? Robin Williams. Yeah, and Robert De Niro uh, was like a, a catatonic uh, patient, and Robin Williams gets him out of uh, this catatonic state.
0: Was when, Robin Williams the? Oh, he, he was, was a doctor. Yeah, that was okay. Awake okay. I think it I bad, it. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, I think mean, I think dances with wolves was probably chosen just because it was shot very cinematically. Yeah, right. right. It was very. Yeah. It seemed very big right and and visually appealing whereas goodfellas not so much
3: yeah but i mean like can they have any like thought for like do we want to see it again i feel like if you want to no, see it again no. that should be a measure yes. And like it, it reminds me a little bit of like what was that movie a couple of years ago with um, leonardo dicaprio where he's off in the woods and he gets attacked by a bear oh a right revenant. Revenant. Yep. revenant i saw that movie once i never want to fucking see it again like i, was, I, like, I, I amazing. saw it once as well. I'm like, nope, I don't want to see that shit again. Like, it's It made tedious. me go and read
2: the re- real story of that guy, actually, that they based it off of, which is actually even crazier. But, uh, right. But, yeah, so I only saw it once as well. So I'm with you. It should be – I know it sounds stupid, but it's like they should do the Oscars, yeah, two years later for yeah. that. And then look right. back and go, which one actually at Stang Sauer was way yeah. better than the exactly. other one, And then do them then because that would be awesome. Like two years to wait? Like, yeah. Oh, it but at be? that
0: point, nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares, yeah. Right? <laughs>
2: That's exactly true.
3: Yeah. So one thing I want to just follow up on, because we talked about it last time, and I wanted to make sure I provided the specifics of what, we're, what, what what has happened. So the Oscars has actually changed their rules. They're now going to require a quota of minorities and like certain demographics in not only the actors, but in the support, like the, like the staff. So like here is literally the Oscars page. And look, we talked about it. We're all for, you know, encouraging diversity. We're all for, you know, giving people opportunities, equal opportunities. Like some of the best movies I've loved the last five years were done by minority directors. This movie's done by a female director. We love it very much. But at Mm -hmm. least one of the lead actors has to be Asian, Hispanic, Black, African, Indigenous, Native, uh, Middle Eastern, Native Hawaiian, or other underrepresented race or ethnicity. So so
2: hold on. It has to be two of the – so there's some – two of the four of the following. Yeah so 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 that's this so this is just one of the criteria of one of the four that yes. you have to chose two of basically so yeah. so not necessarily every film has to have that but um yes. oh maybe it does well I'm it so does happy. if you see here, like there's
3: also like creative leadership and project team has to also have oh
2: so you need two of the two of the standard days everyone look should look this up on oscars.org it has the new standards for yeah for, we're not going to read the whole thing but all these yeah just sort of cruising through and showing that you need to have one or two of these certain mm-hmm. two of the following creative leadership positions and apartment right. heads have to be from the following underrepresented groups all right i mean like that this the sort of behind the scenes stuff sure. um you know i can totally i totally that's totally fine uh right. you know, totally i don't yeah sure i'm that's totally fine um mm-hmm. it's just when you get to the art part and you're like oh you know the whole you know the whole uh, the whole t- the whole race of people have lived underground for a thousand years so they're all pale skinned mm-hmm. all right let's put six black guys in there
0: well right or, yeah, yeah yeah hold on sure. a
2: second like how well, that-
3: or or like what comes to mind is like if you're doing a period piece like i was thinking about this the other day we yes. were gonna we were gonna watch miracle which is about the 1980 usa hockey team like that yeah. Right, the, de- the demographics of that team are in history, right? Oh, so you can't really like go yeah. back and change that. Plus so when, you're, when you're changing
0: the storyline to fit these requirements, yeah. do you want to be the token black guy just because it says the 10% the and, you're, and you're in a movie that is yeah. historically all white people or the right. the people that have been living, you know, underground for a thousand years and they're all pale? Right. I, don't want, I want to be like the guy that's on there because they wrote a part for me.
1: No. Right, you no. Know? Yeah.
2: That being said, exactly I don't again, it. you have to, it's two of the four maybe of those top ones. So you wouldn't I mean, I think there's probably ways they could get around it or something. But if it's yeah. written, rules as written right here, it does look a little bit. I, I think it could be distracting, uh, yeah, but you know, and instead of instead of trying to shoehorn, Maybe just like make, I don't know. Maybe just hire more uh, like minority directors so that they'll make movies that are uh, are written and are supposed to have this certain sort of makeup versus kind of shoehorning it in with like, you know, again living underground for a thousand years. (laughs) Right, going to be pale. Everyone's going to be pale.
3: Yeah, I mean, we we did (laughs) Mad Max Thunder, uh, um, Mad the Mad Mad Max Fury Road, Road. and like yeah, I mean, the War Boys were all these like pale pasty um characters that were like dudes you know,
2: from I mean, dudes from australia they could have put yeah. some aborigine guys in there they, i we suppose
3: yeah um, i don't know like i i know that we're you know i look we i think what we're going to discover as we as we include this category into our podcast is that the oscars are so far removed from what the public wants anyway like i feel like they've become they're just going to become further sort of redu- like not redundant but like I don't know. They're going to lose their relevance. Like, because yeah. it feels like they're going to have to hire experts to go on to movie sets and like give people like quotas and like do the math. And okay, what, what are we doing? How many do we have? Okay. We got to do that. Like instead of focusing on making great movies. And I yeah. feel like I, I, I like, this is the way I'll say it. It's, it's a worthy effort. Like I understand what they're trying to achieve. And I respect that. I just don't think their method is well thought out. I think it's going to have negative consequences and that's, you know, yeah, but I it's, think there's it's, other it's ways it's
2: to worth. skin the cat. I think, like I said, they could just make more opportunities for storytellers and directors. Yeah, bit, and um,
3: writers maybe. To
2: make their to original content or whatever versus trying sure. to shoehorn into something some other person's story doesn't involve that. So just, you know, there's other ways to, to, to do this. Um, or maybe
3: so. require the studios to invest in a certain percentage of minority-driven pieces. Like Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's what I'm know, saying. Like yeah, yeah. That yeah, would yeah, be yeah, fine. Yeah, I would be okay sure. with that. But like to 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 have these qualifications just to submit your film for the Oscars yeah, seems so like oh, sort, of, sort
2: of silly to me. If weird. a movie's good, a movie's good doesn't good. matter. It's yeah. just going to be you know just put half of you have in it to make it the best you can be. Um,
3: All right, let's uh, let's motor through this trivia real quick. Uh, so this was a great movie, I think. Chris thinks Nathan is wrong, of course, as always. But, <laughs> yes. um, okay, so uh, Patrick Swayze was an accomplished skydiver and took part in the big <laughs> skydiving scene. So That's why that yeah. makes sense. It makes total sense. Um, so a couple of different titles of this movie. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, it was originally called Johnny Utah. Uh, and then they were going to call it Riders on the Storm
1: after oh, the Jesus. famous song by the yeah, yeah Have you guys um, heard the
0: snoop dog version of riders on the storm No, I've been <laughs> no. it's so good dude you need really? to listen check it to out. it <laughs> it's super chill yeah it's really good i will check it out i like me some Ooh. snoop yeah, um
3: good. yeah and so apparently like they decided against it because like they realized that the song lyrics had nothing to do with the film so um Ooh. they went with point break <laughs> um so Johnny Utah became an FBI agent after a knee injury ended his football career. In real life, Keanu Reeves was once an aspiring hockey player and he suffered a hmm. knee injury and went on to be an actor. So oh, huh. you never, one door closes, another one opens. That's right. Um, I won't do the Mythbusters one because we already did it. Oh, this one. Okay, because this is very much in Nathan's wheelhouse. When hmm. Bodie throws the pit bull at Utah, who then pulls the dog off of him and kicks the dog out of view, the scene was <laughs> shot and cuts using a fake dog and a real one. The real pit bull was gently tossed to the trainer into the actor's arms uh, a distance of approximately one and a half feet. The dog had been prepped for this and was comfortable with the action. The ground was padded underneath them uh, to ensure complete safety. The toss was completed successfully and no harm came
0: to Why the do they even have they to call this shit out? Prepped fake, meaning drug. The dog was drugged. Uh, yeah, a, a fake dog was used when Jesus. Utah kicked the dog. So. <laughs> you would,
2: I, so I think you could get away with it nowadays yeah. because they would know it wasn't a real dog right like nowadays right. they have people on the set to make sure that that's not gonna happen so that yeah. you know and no owner's gonna let their dog get kicked or whatever so right. you know that's that's not gonna happen And I, I while people would moan about it being in the mm-hmm. movie i think you could still get away with it. uh it's it's. i mean in this case it might have been you know like i think it happened in anchorman where he kicks a dog off the thing yeah that's a comedy so it's like obviously not happening for reals and it's really fake but um this one actually started they the way they cut it semi looked semi-real <laughs> i've never thinking like I, my thing was more like that's a pretty heavy dog there's no way he's gonna kick it anywhere it's
1: he's gonna kick yeah. it
2: his leg is going to stop. <laughs> it's, like,
3: yeah, it's like, it's like kicking a medicine ball. I, you know, I, I don't, I can't stand movies that have cruelty to animal shots in them. Like I don't, but I didn't no know why this is cruelty. And like, I knew very quickly it was not, but like, I remember there was a yeah. movie with like Kevin Bacon some years ago called hollow man. And he like kills a dog. I can't watch it. And I remember I just, I, I cause I'm a dog owner. I've been a dog owner most of my life. I just can't, I can't handle it. But meanwhile, I can go watch an old Schwarzenegger movie where he kills five hundred people and it's like <laughs> <laughs> right, <no problem. laughs> it's weird. But yeah, I, it's right a true it thing. Like people have a, like I have a like I can't handle seeing that, but for you know, human stuff, I'm like, yeah,
0: well, oh well. Ollie I'm I've doctor. eaten dog. Have, oh, I have told you this? really? I have in, uh,
3: in Asia, I imagine, or was this at Nixon In South?
0: Asia, yeah. And you know, it's one of those <laughs> things like yeah <laughs> it's one of those things like you uh do as the romans do no what is that oh, yeah, term? yeah yeah Yeah. anyway so yeah i went in rome um we were in this you know backwater place in vietnam and it was one of those things mm-hmm. where people in vietnam eat dog and it was mm-hmm. it was barbecued on a stick and i'm like i don't know if i can do this and mm-hmm. i had a little piece it was like mm-hmm. a skewer right it's like the most tenderest steak you could ever oh imagine. really yeah That's delicious it's dude. delicious dude. and then yeah. then i was talking to the locals and they're like yeah you know the best dog or the yellow dog i'm mm. like the yellow dog what does that mean i thought it was like some kind of you know i don't know the yellow moon or something no dogs that are c- considered yellow or that are mm. that are yellow just because of i don't know like um they're lucky or something
1: well, yeah
0: but I yeah know. we also ate rat and horse and, uh,
2: uh, frogs and all that so stuff. so weird dude you're weird and, uh,
0: Oh, I, I know. Do, I never it's weird. I would never do that. Shit. You got to experience everything, man. Okay, so yeah, if you're in a, you're miss, in a cannibal island, island, you so need
2: a, you need a, you need a person.
0: Um, would I eat a person? Would it be something <laughs> to about it. else? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're <I'm> on cannibal <laughs> island. Just, yeah. Is it for my? Am I gonna survive? Is it like alive? It, no, you're on
2: vacation, never... bro. Well,
0: you're no, on vacation
2: it's just just like you're on vacation to vietnam you didn't have to eat
1: a
0: fucking dog no because then a person would have had to die for that Mm-hmm. Uh, Person and dog are a little bit different for me, but you know,
2: jeez, not for Ollie. <laughs> no. Ollie would Ollie, rather see five thousand people hacked to death by Keanu Reeves and one dog get kicked. So. But not my dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> all, right, all right. Um,
3: Yeah, that's I miss travel so much, man. I I'm so ready for that restriction to lift. Oh God, I know, going I places. I I Cheryl's trying to
0: convince me to go to Mexico, and I'm like, mm. you're never coming back, bro. You never be able to get. Well, back. that's the thing. You you probably are okay, but if you aren't
3: yeah you they're not going to let shit. you back
0: on the plane you're stuck yeah. down there we got jobs and kids here you know yeah. so i'm like is it worth the risk the
3: we're sun- going to poke island for the week of the election we decided that we wanted to be out of here for the week of the election because we just figured like
0: <laughs> we'll probably be in alam
3: yeah some sort of sanity outside of i mean cuz i think it's just going to be crazy i can't yeah. believe we have a, we have a month left from today
0: that's, and think of all the shit that's going to go down between now and the uh, election
3: well we were talking maybe before you got on there were like last week there were like five or four or five like world changing events in like the space of five days i mean i think the whole world is exhausted i think we all want to go lie on a beach after this and just oh yeah for oh, sure fucking christ but it's, yeah, we, it's we can do
2: that if we get rid of this dork oh uh, yeah
3: it's bad finally. It's really bad. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it'll be the next thing. Will be the, like that's the thing that I think is a myth is everyone thinks everything's gonna be peaches the day after, regardless of the outcome. No night.
0: one thinks that. No, I no, It'll, it'll just be it'll be, it'll be
2: less less terrible. Well, uh, that's fine I mean, for with me,
3: Emily. As long saying, as Biden's
2: like,
0: elected, but it's gonna be a shit show. Yeah, I
3: agree with you. But like the thing is, is like imagine what this this asshole's gonna do in a lame duck like let's say he's let's say he loses an election day and he's got what 40 days 50 days
0: oh god
3: presidency left like what's he gonna do in that period i mean this fucking guy is capable of anything
0: he's gonna light the world on fire is what he's gonna do
3: i mean and he's also got he's got prosecution threat in new york right so i suspect and i've heard a lot of people think that he's gonna hold this hostage he's gonna say look i'm not leaving unless you give me a federal pardon and a state pardon because the state crimes are the part that are going to get him because the New York attorney general wants his ass. And it's like, you know, um,
0: yeah, it's bad, man. You can't write Uh, this shit.
3: No, you couldn't write this move. This is a script. I mean, yeah. Get, I mean, there's some like, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. Like there's karmic justice to the fact that he caught this disease that he treated. So like flippantly, if it's real, if I think it's real, what I mean, explain like what 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 would the advantage be? Like, what did he gain out of this? Because I don't. Well, he
0: here's that. what my thought is, and I this is the fucked up part. And I talked to Cheryl yeah. Like, I consider myself a rational person. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm none of those things, yeah. right? And he has made rational people. When I first see, saw that thing come out, the only two things I thought of were, is it it's a sense? hoax. Yeah. Or what was the other thing? I don't remember the other thing, but only two. (laughs) One of them was was a hoax, okay? Two never important things. I never thought it it could be true. That was my last answer was it could be true because the timing is so right on par, you know? And Mm -hmm. then I was thinking, oh, here's the other part. He has uh, poo-pooed the coronavirus for so long. It's fake Mm -hmm. news. It's blah, blah, blah. We know what his history is. His history is lying and keeping things hidden okay right it seems strange to me the second that he gets covid yeah he raises his hand i have covid and i'm going to the hospital right that does not line up to his his previous behavior for me i would think that he would have been keeping it all under wraps Mm. you know going to the hospital nobody really knows about it or having the hospital come to him he wouldn't immediately raise his hand hit the white flag and be like yeah i have covid right it's not that part to me seems a little bit suspicious that he just comes out and he reverses everything that he's been basically saying. Yeah. And says, oh, yeah, I actually have it. That mm-hmm. was kind of strange. So then I'm like, maybe it's a sympathy ploy or maybe it's a ploy to not have to do any of the more debates. You or know? maybe
2: it's... it's a ploy to get it and then come out of Superman, like he said today. I yeah. might be immune to COVID. And,
0: and he's but, saying, oh, uh, well, uh, we have super drugs that are going to be available to you by whatever yeah, he has he
2: has like a stock in i've
0: know. gotten so conspiracy theorist that i'm like maybe all these fuckers although yeah. i don't see how you could keep it hidden yeah, all these know. fuckers are faking it and they're all going to come out and all of them are going to be like yeah it wasn't that big of a deal and then i trump can say possible trump can say see you don't have to worry about yeah. it and they took all these drugs and everybody's fine
3: so i listen to one of the things i really pride myself on is listening to podcasts and lit reading content that is outside my bubble. Because I think one of the things that happens is everyone just listens to people who agree with them. And some of the more moderate conservatives I listen to think that this is bad for Trump because it shows basically that his being flippant about this since the beginning was an underreaction to a disaster. They are openly critical of everything he said over this last weekend, like including the thing about like, you know, this is not so bad. Don't let it control your life. And the part that they say that he can't control is what happens to the others got infected. So remember, yep. like, what's the guy's name? Chris Christie, who weighs 300 pounds, yep. has got asthma, is up there in age. I mean, Bill Barr apparently is like suspected of potentially gotten sick because he's just you know kind of checked out and you know suspicious sounds coming out of that you know, i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean and also plus like this fiction that he got better over the weekend apparently like somebody posted this like timeline of herman cain and it was like felt better discharged from the hospital doctor said he's doing great and then dead <laughs> you know like it's just like this virus well like, hopefully knows. we can have a
0: repeat of history and everything will be fine
3: Maybe, but I mean, like I, I also don't want him. I don't want a martyr. Like that's yeah, the thing. that's like, true. I mean, true. as as a martyr, he would be worse. I yeah. you know I just I want I also want him to face justice, and I feel yeah. like justice that comes the in out. form of like election day and the day after when he gets the orange jumpsuit. But yeah. Um. Anyway, okay. Well, thanks guys so much for talking about this. Nathan, up next up, I believe we're gonna do commando with Sarah.
2: Never go commando in another man's fatigues. <laughs>
3: okay uh we will have i can honestly we'll, say
0: i've never done that <laughs> uh chris
3: we will we will have you back for for gladiator at some point All i right. think between now and the election we might squeeze in i want i was thinking like a doomsday movie like maybe because the end of the world might come
0: so oh, armageddon maybe
3: armageddon's a good one armageddon's armageddon. a good idea um yeah that might be sweet because you know what i remember that that team america movie they were I remember hearing the interview with those guys, and they were actually going to make a puppet movie of Armageddon and change nothing. They were just going to, like, we <laughs> 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 like,
1: thought the script was
3: so funny. Uh, I think that might be a good one. That's a good call. So maybe we'll do Armageddon. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. That was fun. Um, thank as, you. Boss. As always,
0: I will see you guys in hell. Sounds good. See you in hell, ladies.
2: See you, bitches in hell.
3: See you, bitches in hell.